Welcome to Sensitive But Unstoppable, where we celebrate the depth and richness of the highly sensitive person's world. Join us as we dive into intimate conversations that honor sensitivity as a superpower rather than a hurdle to jump over. In each episode, your host, Maggie Kelly, shares personal stories as well as unravels tips and expert insights designed to empower HSPs to thrive, setting the stage for embracing their unique qualities in a world that sometimes feels too overwhelming. Please welcome the host of Sensitive But Unstoppable, Maggie Kelly. Welcome back to Sensitive But Unstoppable. My name is Maggie Kay, and so glad you are with me on this journey. Today, we have a guest. Our guest is Roy Vandermolen. I believe I've said your name right. Have I not, Roy? Yeah, that's close. <laughs> I'm Irish and you're dead, so I mean, what can I say? <laughs> it's Vandermol. Vandermol. Okay. Yes. Okay. Roy has quite an accomplished career, an accountant by profession. And then he got into business coaching and life coaching. And he is the owner of Harvesting Results, which is a dedicated learning organization committed to enhancing your and your company's productivity, efficiency, and profitability in both your professional and personal life. They hold authenticity, integrity, and servant leadership in high regard, embodying these values in everything we undertake. Wow, Roy, that's quite a feat. Tell me, how did you get into that? Well, like anything else, sometimes what we believe to be circumstances is actually just the flow of how the universe or God wants you to be. So how I got involved in business coaching, I was basically an accountant and a lot of my clients wanted me to explain a lot more things in terms of software, et cetera. So I got involved in adult education. Once I got involved in adult education, I'm not a teacher per se, but that really brought a whole lot of different things for me. And I became excited about teaching or facilitating. And I took courses in facilitation. And uh, as a result of that, I became a coach. Wow. A business coach. So you guide people in business and tell them, Explain, what is a business coach? Well, a business coach basically will make sure that their clients are on track in terms of the goals that they set. But usually, of course, it's business financial goals, but not only financial goals, but also, you know, organizational goals. And so with my background in accounting, I have helped quite a bit of people with their business planning and, of course, with a financial plan and create systems and methods for them to win or gain proposals, etc. So that's what a business coach is actually helping people to move forward with the things that they're struggling with in terms of business. Business planning and especially the financial part and also the marketing part is sometimes very difficult for a person who wants to, you know, make more money. So then really you have to know yourself. If you want to go into business, right? You have to really know who you are as a person. I think so. I started off as a business coach. And as I was coaching and also maybe consulting certain projects, I discovered that a lot of life skills and a lot of the challenges that people have actually has nothing to do with business. It has a lot to do with the person. 
And like, for example, I'll give you an example, confidence. How do we gain confidence? It's not just a matter of having the right skill set. Of course, the right skill set to execute a particular part of the business is important and will give you confidence. But public speaking, for example, is a good example that people are dreading and shying away from. And so as a coach, you start working then also with the fears and the challenges that they have has a lot to do with who are you as an individual. So later on in my business coaching, I discovered that life coaching is also part of, you know, the holistic approach in terms of business coaching. You're absolutely right when you say, you know, in order to be effective in business or in life in general, one needs to know exactly who they are. And that is sometimes a question that people shy away from, or that's a question that people even don't consider asking themselves. And so like, you know, when we're in business, we're literally leaders, are we not? In business, like you're leading, you're helping other people. You're, you know, and one of the strengths that a highly sensitive person can have is leadership. But you know what? A highly sensitive person could definitely utilize your services. Well, I hope so, because I... Because, you know, it's not easy business, like setting up a business is not an easy job. And I guess that's why a lot of people don't do it because it's darn hard. It is very, very difficult. It requires commitment. And this is where the life skills comes in because I always try to prepare my clients for that particular commitment. And not only the commitment is hard to be consistent with that particular commitment as well. And once the person is committed and perhaps even willing to be consistent in the action and implementation of their business, there's also the peripheral elements, for example, family, friends, time are important. And those are undue pressures that's coming from the outside in and who are basically getting that overwhelmed and anxious about, you know, reaching their particular goals. And that could easily affect a highly sensitive person. Absolutely. Big time. Not only a highly sensitive, but it would expect them in a different aspect than one, than a person who is not highly sensitive. Yes. What I found also, Maggie, is that once a person actually is able to focus on their passion, is able to focus on what they really want out of life, then it becomes easier to deal with all those external pressures, that it's easier to deal with the naysayers, if you will, right? And because you are driven with internal desire to succeed because you're passionate about certain things. I have but quite- you have to know yourself, though, to be passionate about something. You have to know who you are as a person. Yes, as a person, once you identify that little fire that is inside of you, a lot of things are coming to the service. And since things are coming to the service, you start to understand or one person understands themselves better and better because these things are coming to the surface. So yeah, you're right. I mean, you need to understand who you are and what you really want to do and where do you want to go as well. And that's where a business coach would definitely, definitely help you and guide you and literally hold your hand. Yeah. You know, I always say that I am the person from the outside looking in and give you feedback and evaluate particular ways 
that you are doing and to make it even better, right? To really streamline your activity because we all are busy people. And so we all always want to make sure that if we have eight hours in a day, how productive can we become in eight hours a day? But it has to be within the scope of the bigger plan or the bigger vision that you have. That's what I do. That's what I help people, you know, streamline and organize basically a particular strategy or a plan that they want to execute. So that sounds very interesting, very productive, and absolutely very fulfilling, I would suspect. Yeah. So highly sensitive people, can you explain what that really means? It's not a disorder and it's not a disease. It's a character trait that affects 15 to 20% of the population. It has to do with the way our brains are programmed. It's the way the brain is programmed. And so we take in information differently than the other 80% of the population. And then we have to assimilate it as well. But it affects any part of you. You could have food sensitivities. Could be one thing associated with it. You could be sensitive to noise, very sensitive to criticism. All these things play into factor with the highly sensitive person. But that's not a bad thing, but it's how to turn it around to make it work for the individual himself or herself. That's how we do it. You know, work it to your benefit. Yeah, it's how we operate, right? I mean, we basically take an event, we internalize it, and then we can do a couple of things. We can react to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm which is really the emotional part of it mm -hmm. and withdraw from it. Right. And that's not good either because you start internalizing and then physically the body has to absorb what you take in, or we can become assertive. And in my opinion, and in my experience, highly sensitive people either react or keep it in. So that's where the psycho emotional, uh, illnesses come, you know, all of a sudden a person has a cold, for example, well, it's sunny out there. Well, it's because the body absorbs those shadow parts or absorb that negativity and consequently, you know, we think, oh, it's just a cold or a sniffle or something like that. But the body is really in tune with also your emotional, mental, and spiritual. Absolutely. It all works together. I do it from the holistic point as well. Like, you know, your emotional, your body, nutrition, physical, social relationships, finances, spiritual, everything affects, every part is affected by something else. And when one of those things is out of order, generally something else will fall out of order. Then something else falls out of order. And it's to keep it all in equilibrium, as it were. Absolutely. You mentioned something about finances. Many times over, I have observed, experienced as well that if we have a specific mindset on finances, a lot of my clients says, finances, Ooh, I don't really like it. Well, if that's the case, and if you get upset about finances, or if you get, you know, all overwhelmed because you have to know all these things about finances, then you need to, you know, I call it focus on your strengths, sell your strengths, but buy your weaknesses. So in other words, then you just, you know, delegate the finances or the financial part to a person who has more of that particular mindset. Yeah. Finance, right? It's funny. A lot of people, money is a big issue with people. And I think it's how we grow up. I think it's what we learned at home. And people are nervous about money. Yes. But yeah, it's they... an energy like anything else. 
money grows indeed on the tree. It comes from the trees. My mentor always said, money is easy to make. You know, you just go to a tree and then, you know, you chop it off and you make pulp. And then from the pulp, you print some money mm -hmm. and paper and then money. But it is energy. And it is energy. Yeah, it's energy. What kind of energy, what kind of thought are you actually giving it? And well, you have to respect it. You have got to respect money. You cannot take it for granted and you cannot take it advantage of it. Here's an interesting and fun experiment that we did with a group of people that was part of our mastermind group. And we, we said, okay, the question is, what kind of relationship do you have with money? Okay. And you can say, I have a good relationship with money, et cetera, et cetera. So the experiment was each person should carry a hundred dollars, whether it's five twenties or just one hundred dollar bill or ten tens or whatever it is. But each member of our mastermind group had to carry a hundred dollars in their pocket. Okay. Or in their wallet and not to spend a single dime of that hundred dollars, but they mm -hmm. have to that for a whole month. Mm -hmm. you know how hard that is? That wasn't for me because I've done it. <laughs> oh, anyway, but it wasn't for me because I forgot it was there. <laughs> I've done that very thing, Roy. That right? Yeah, you know, I just wanted to see what would happen. I played yep. a game with myself to see if that would happen. And it was there a month later. That's correct. But the feedback that we got from, and there were eight people in the mastermind group, the feedback that we got is that it was hard because, you know, you go out there and of course, nowadays you have the debit cards and all that stuff, but it was even hard for some people to say, oh, well, you know, I've got a hundred bucks and it was easy to give out a $20 bill or something like that. Um, but this is where you can test yourself in terms of, you know, what kind of relationship do you have? What kind of energy and thoughts do you actually put out there with that particular money? Wow. Well, Roy, this has been very, very interesting. How can people get in touch with you? Oh, well, they can email me. I usually go with email. So you will be sending me your links so that I can, you know, they okay. can take it from there. Yeah. Okay. Do that. And I'm working on a website. So okay. I'm still in the works. Uh -huh. In the meantime, you know, I'm available via email and also phone, of course, and I'll give you those phone numbers. I have a free download as well for those who want to start a business uh -huh. and an idea in terms of what they can expect when they start a business, even though they may have, you know, high sensitivity, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. Good. Well, this has been very delightful. These that you've been able to accept my invitation to come on to my podcast and your links will get that out to our audience and we'll take it from there. I've really enjoyed this. And again, this is Maggie Kay. Thank you for coming with us on this journey. We'll see you next week and have a grand week. Take care. Thanks for listening to Sensitive But Unstoppable. If you have a question or comment about something Maggie shared with you today, send her an email, K at sensitivebutunstoppable.com. For more information, visit her website, sensitivebutunstoppable.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast channel so you never miss an episode. Until next time, thanks for listening to Sensitive But Unstoppable.